When the storms of life are raging, stand by me. When the world is tossing me, like a ship upon the sea. Thou who rollest wind and water, stand by me. In the midst of tribulation, stand by me. In the midst of tribulation, stand by me. When the host of hell assail, and my strength begins to fail, Thou who never lost a battle, stand by me. In the midst of faults and failures, stand by me. In the midst of faults and failures, stand by me. When I do the best I can, and my friends misunderstand, Thou who knowest all about me, stand by me. In the midst of persecution, stand by me. In the midst of persecution, stand by me. When my foes in battle array, undertake to stop my way. Thou who saved Paul and Silas, stand by me. When I'm growing old and feeble, stand by me. When I'm growing old and feeble, stand by me. When my life becomes a burden, and I'm nearing chilly Jordan, Oh, the lily of the valley, stand by me. Amen. 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 Thank you, young people. Thank you so much. I'd like to invite you to turn your Bibles today to the book of Ephesians. Ephesians in chapter 5, while you're turning there, we'd like to welcome our radio audience. This is Brother John Lybrook, pastor of the Emmanuel Missionary Baptist Church at Old Town. That's just inside of Greenham County, out of Carter County. You can get to us by taking Route 1 or Route 7. We have a sign on either end, a law road, giving you directions to the meeting house of God's people, known as Emmanuel. We're thankful that you've taken time today also to tune in the WGOH here, a portion of God's Word. Last week in our lesson in the church covenant study, we opened up paragraph number three. We're going to kind of get a little bit more into the middle part of that paragraph today. Praying that God will Reveal unto us any any hidden motive or whatever it may be. One thing that I believe that this world needs today, this world needs to see a people that are honest, that have integrity. And integrity is one of those words you never hear used anymore. And it's sad. But integrity is one of those traits that every Christian ought to have. 
something that we that is instilled in us by the Holy Spirit. There are those in the world today that are honest and true, but that Christian must be one that is true and honest at all times. Ephesians in chapter 5, the Bible, in verse 1, Be you therefore followers of God as dear children. And who have loved us and have given himself for us and all Christ to God for a sweet smelling savor. The fornication and uncleanness and covet or covetousness let it not be once named among you as becometh saints. Neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting which are not convenient, but rather giving thanks. For this you know that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater hath any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no man deceive you with vain words. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not with them. For ye were sometimes darkness, back before you were saved by the grace of God, you walked in darkness. You darkness, but now there's something supposed to be different about you. The Bible light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a things which are done in them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore, he saith, Awake thou, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then. Now here is the bulk of our message today. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore, be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Our most gracious and divine Heavenly Father, Lord, again, as we come before your throne today, we do so with thankful hearts. Thankful, dear God, that you've allowed us the privilege to once again stand behind this pulpit. Lord, we're praying today that you would give us strength. You would give us unction from on high. Lord, help us to deliver the word today in such a way that thy people are encouraged. That we may all see if we come short of thy word. Father, truly, we want to be that light that shines brightly. Lord, I pray that the light that we do bear forth 
is a light that glorifies thy name. Father, in these covenant studies, I pray that you will direct the heart of every member of this body. Lord, that we may be mindful of what our life ought to be, what we are representing. Lord, I pray, please bless our day. Save souls and save lives. And Father, forgive us our sin in Jesus Christ's name. And amen. Amen. In our radio audience, our lesson today comes from the third paragraph of the church covenant, fourth line, which reads, to walk circumspectly in this world. This in the Greek means to walk accurately. It means to be careful. It means to walk well and diligently. We as born again believers are to maintain a lifestyle above reproach and hypocrisy. Our what our life should look like to the world outside. Down to the where we're at today, where it says we engage to maintain family and secret devotions, to religiously educate our children, to seek the salvation of our kindred and acquaintances, to walk circumspectly in this world, and to be just in our dealings and faithful in our engagements and exemplary in our deportment. I want us to think about what I just read. As born again believers, the Bible expects certain things of those that are truly saved by God's grace. There are things up. There are things that we are to leave behind in our old lives. There are things that we are to pick up in our new. So for we to live a life how are we to live circumspectly? I believe our 5 and verse 1, I believe it tells it all. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. You people now watch how these young these youngsters uh, how they and how, how they trust them and how they how they trust everything that they do. You know that's the way that's the way it ought to be. A child should never be in a position where they distrust their moms or dads or, or their grandparents. But I, I know in this world, that's a way it, it's not always that way. I know in this world there's a lot where children cannot trust their parents, where they cannot trust their grandparents or those in authority around them. But you know what? As dear children of God, we can trust our God. 
Amen. We can trust. We can lay our we can lay our heads down at night realizing that He's got us. And as I our lives how we ought to be. The first thing that we need to be is followers of God. We need to follow as Christ walked here upon the earth. We're to be like even those difficult situations. You know, back in the book of Matthew in chapter 5, the Bible has something for us. If you'll turn there with me, please. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 43. through verse 48 you have heard that it hath been said thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy that's the world's way that is the way the world is today today there are those that that, that are filled with hate but here the Bible what Jesus Christ is saying to us he says but I say unto you now folks this is this is one of those areas that takes a it takes a great deal of growth. It takes a great deal of it takes a great deal of maturity. And I know not everybody's at this point, but listen, there comes a time in our lives if we're going to have peace with us with ourselves, we have to have peace with others around us. I mean the baggage. The lies, the lies that more, the worse it's going to tear up the inside of you spiritually. You know, I've had a, I had a person once say to me, for we've." Something happened a long time ago and they don't even know why they're against the church anymore. You see, that's where that's something that it just it eats at people. Jesus Christ tells us something here that and again you know there's times in our lives where people, man, they can be cruel. There's things that happen in our lives that so to speak when people turn on you when people backbite against you when people when people do for you and it's hard to it's hard to be Christ like I know but Jesus Christ says this if you're going to have peace Activated if you're going to have that contentment and joy that passeth all understanding. He says, But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you. Man, again, this is this is one of those this is one of those verses of scripture that really get a hold of the inside of you. When you've got 
power to hurt you and to and to it's hard to be what we need to be but God says that's where you're going to be blessed the most when somebody does something to hurt you when somebody reaches out and says something that is meant to destroy you he says love your enemies bless them that curse you do good to them that hate you and pray for them that despitefully use you and persecute you. Folks, I'll tell you, this is a... This to walk... Is a, it's a hard task, but God says that's one thing that you're going to have to do if you're going to have joy in this life. Because as long as you're dragging the world behind you that hates you, as long as you're dragging that with you, it's going to wear you down. It's going to destroy your joy. It's going to destroy uh, uh, the ability to have the real peace that God wants you to have in life. He said, Father which is in heaven, for he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and he on the unjust. For if you love them which love you, what reward have you? Do not even the publicans the same. And if you do you more than others, do not even the publicans so. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. You said, man, Pastor, that's a, that's a hard thing to get a hold of. It is a hard thing to get a hold of, but it'll be a blessed thing if you take it into your heart. To realize all those people, all your, your countenance, that are watching your attitude. You, here you are, you're, you're a saint of God, you're a member of this body. There are those who to, to make you laugh. They're doing things to make you return. God says, don't give, them the, don't give them the joy of that. To uh, get even because you remember this. God says, listen, vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. Just have your joy. Have your peace. In Luke 36, the Bible be ye therefore merciful, even as your Father also is merciful. Be you followers of God as dear children. Folks, today, I ask you this question, are you, are you in a position where you can look at your enemy and say, I'm praying for you. You know, it's, it's, it's the only time and the only place that you can come to where you can have some peace in your own heart. Regardless of what they've said, you know. And again, I've had, I had a man to 
he really took me under the under the bus one day. I mean, he was giving me what for. He says, "You don't understand." I said, "No, I don't understand." But this one thing I do know: that person that uh, that uh, done that to you will one day pay the ultimate price for it. Every man's going to stand before God one day. Every man his own actions and not that. Makes you wonder about your own life, doesn't it? Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 32. The Bible Well, let's just begin at verse 30. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. Whereby redemption, let all clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Be ye kind one to another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Life that mimics the life that God would have us to live. We're to be Christ that we come into. That in our church covenant here, we read to walk circumspectly in this world. That means we agree to be a picture of Christ. A picture of Christ. In Matthew chapter 5, the Bible says we're to be the salt of the earth. We're to be the light of the world. We're to shine forth. And what the light is a light. The great light, Jesus Christ. He you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt shall it be salted, it is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. You are the light of the world. That's the reason why you're to walk circumspectly. Listen, that's the reason why the people around you ought to see that you're different. That's the reason why you see a light really stands out. A light will be miles away. That's what we're supposed to do in the darkness. We're supposed to be the light. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light to all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Folks, we're to be Christ-like. Living a life that the world can look at us and see that you're circumspect. Now, how are we to live our lives faithful and true? We're to be just in our dealings. 
worry if you're just and honest or not. They ought to just know it. Being honest where you first see the 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 light and measure. And honest weight and measure. This listen, if you have a if you have a job, you all to that job every day. And not try to cheat the boss out of time and out of out of work. Listen, before I've watched men work so hard to get out of work, they're wore out by the end of the day running from the boss when all they had to do was a little job but it wouldn't have took them no time to do be honest in your dealings be true never be guilty of cutting corners by being a little shady here and there I knew a man once that was that was working on a house for a man that he come in and he he done some sheetrock real quick, saved him some money. He never put no insulation behind the wall. Folks, I want you to know something. Those those are dishonest dishonest tricks. You say, well, I'd never do nothing like that, but but. Do do we have a do we have a a just dealing with our lifestyle? Again, there's a a word that's seldom ever used. It is integrity. Today, society never never hears anything about it anymore. And so, never hear it preached behind the pulpit anymore. awful quiet in here this morning but it's true integrity honesty don't ever be guilty of trying to pull one over on somebody not decision and policy in our lives we need to remember that definition of integrity it is possession of firm principles. The quality adhering to high moral principles and standards. Do we have that in our lives today? As a church member, we are to keep that in our lives. Everything that we do needs to be thought with integrity. Honesty. Things that make men what men are today. Again, this is this is stuff of uh, back in the old days that people used to hear all the time. We need to keep it in our churches today. Honesty, integrity. But lastly, today. How are we to live our lives faithful and true? We are to be faithful in our engagements, 
and exemplary in our deportment, faithful in our engagements. If I was a pastor just like you, what kind of pastor would I be? If I just like you, what kind of member would I be? If I was never, you could never count on whether you was in church or not, what kind of pastor would be like, would it be like? Faithful in our engagements. You know this church has a has in her statement of faith a time when we begin a time to have service Sunday morning, Sunday night and Wednesday night is a set regular service and the Bible says we're to be faithful in that the Bible says in Hebrews in chapter 10 we're not to be in verse 25, I believe it is, we're not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. We're not to decide, well, I'm just not going to go tonight. It's not because I'm sick. It's not because I have to work. I just don't feel like going. That's not being faithful in your engagements. That's not being faithful to the one who gave his life for you. In Philippians in chapter 1, Philippians in chapter 1, look at verse 27 with me. Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs that you stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. You know what it takes to strive together? It takes participation of the saints. It takes working together. Every last one of us coming together at a set time to worship, to praise and pray. To be faithful in our engagements. Now you may tell somebody you're going to be there and something may come up. That's, that's not what this is talking about. That's this in your engagements. In other words, if, you, if you're going to do something, you need to do it. You need to be faithful in that. May God help us to see those things. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 10. That you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. That's what we are to do. That's a reason why we're to walk circumspectly in this world. To be faithful 
and just in our dealings and engagements. First Thessalonians, just go on over just a little bit more to chapter 2. First Thessalonians in chapter 2. I want to look at verse 12 and 13 here. The Bible that you would walk worthy of God, who hath called you unto His kingdom and glory. In other words, He has saved you. It's your duty to be faithful in all to walk. For this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God, which you have heard of us, you received it not as the word of men, but as the word of truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. Listen. I ask you this question today. Are you faithful in your engagements and deportment? That deportment there is our attitudes. Are you Christ-like in your attitude? When you come into the house of God, do you have joy in your hearts? You ought to have. Look at what He's done for you. In James in chapter 5, and I'm getting ready to come to a close here. I know I'm a little bit early. But I think I'm going to have to come to a close here. The Bible says in James 5 and 12, But above all things, my brethren, swear not, neither by heaven, neither by the earth, neither by any other oath, but let your yea be yea, and your nay, nay, lest you fall into condemnation. Let your word be true is what he's saying. Let people be able to depend upon what you say. People ought to depend on, on your word. They, you know, you hear people say from time to time, well, you can take that with a grain of salt. That ain't the way people ought to look at us. People ought to look at us with, with confidence. Confidence in knowing that what you're saying is is upright and true. I go again to Matthew in chapter five, in verse thirty-seven, where the Bible says, "But let your communication be, yea, yea, nay, nay, for whatsoever is more than these cometh of evil." God's telling us, listen, be careful with your, with your word. Be sure that you're not, that's the reason why the Bible tells us not to be a jester, 
I know that's the reason why the man of God is not to be a jester. I don't, I don't know where these people, where they forget the word of God when they, they think they've got to get up and tell a half a dozen jokes before they start preaching. The Bible says we're not to be jesters. People ought to look at us and say, that's serious. I believe every word he says because I believe that he's telling the truth. Folks, I want you to know today that the Christian's, uh, the Christian's voice, it ought to mean something in our community. People shouldn't look at us and doubt us. They shouldn't doubt whether we're telling the truth or not. Integrity. Remember integrity. Remember the word honesty. These are things that must be in the Christian's heart and life. May God help us to do just that is our prayer. Let's all stand, please. Our most gracious and divine Heavenly Father, dear Lord, as we come before your throne today, we thank you so much for the for the time being with your people. I do pray, Lord, that the word has not fallen on deaf ears, that we will be careful, mindful of our deportment, that we will be careful of our walk and be circumspect in this world. Father, we are the light that bears forth. And Father, I pray that that which we shine I pray, Lord, is not darkness. I pray, Lord, that everything that we do is, as Christians will be that which glorifies your name, not hinders your church, not hinders anything that is Christ-like, but help us to be faithful and true, Lord. Father, I pray that you'll help us to stand on the things that was delivered to the saints of old. Help us, dear God, to have lives filled with integrity and honesty. Help us to be true and, and, and faithful, Lord. And Father, I pray that you would just bless your people that have gathered here today. Watch over us throughout today, Lord. Bless our church family. Father, we're continuing to pray for lost souls that you may save them by your grace. And Lord, help us as thy children to always be faithful and true. Help us to strive and work at being what we need to be for your honor and for your glory. Let us not fulfill the world's lustful desires, Lord, but let us, let us be filled with a desire to please you more and more each day. Watch over us. Forgive us our sin in Jesus Christ's name. And amen. Have our song leader and our pianist to come.